child and adolescent mental health disorders 60% with depression and 80% with anxiety. I just felt kids numb to the kids world. Kids being bullied sometimes to it death. It seems the passage of time has only made bullying worse. I've seen a lot of bullying happen. This is an issue that touches just about every family There's just a constant country. pressure, I guess, with everybody. It takes a lot of guts to talk about this. Welcome to Teen Talk, a podcast platform by teens for teens, where we have a chance to be heard. That's right. Real teens talking about real life, meeting teenagers where we are, and engaging in real conversations with each other and for each other. Our moderator is Jason Hopkins, president and CEO of National Alliance on Mental Illness, Arapahoe and Douglas Counties. He's also the president and founder of The Connection Project. We will explore the topics that matter most to teens today. It is a podcast for teens, by teens, proudly sponsored by Mountain High Appliance. Our goal is to meet you where you are and reinforce that you are not alone. We will discuss relevant topics, share personal stories, and inspire hope. Today I'm with a local teen to discuss her perspective on a topic that doesn't get nearly enough attention, technology and mental health. Parents report their teen screen time usage is at an all-time high, which has only soared this past year as the entire world moved online. We will get firsthand perspective from a teen and learn more about how we can better navigate these unprecedented times and take care of ourselves and others. Thank you for being here today to talk about this important topic. So as we begin, how have you been the last year? Hi, thank you for having me, first of all. And and second of all, I've been pretty good, Um, of course, since last March. It's been a bit to adjust to, but... As of now, classes are going pretty well. I'm now in the end of my senior year, so trying to fight through that senioritis, but in general, (laughs) having a pretty good time. That's awesome. So just for some context, are you doing all remote learning? Are you doing a hybrid? What's going on these days in school world? So I'm currently in hybrid, but we're looking at our districts, looking at possibly going full in person a little bit. So Nothing is confirmed yet, but as of now, I'm in person two days a week. Okay. And how are you feeling about that? Are you ready to go back to finish out your senior year? I am very in the middle about it. I'm excited to see my friends in the other cohorts um, because we've had to split it alphabetically, and a lot of my friends have first half the alphabet names, so I don't get to see them as often. But it'll, it'll definitely be interesting because all of our classes have, like, separate identities within those cohorts so mixing them will be quite interesting but i'm i'm very hopeful right well so i mean i know this is not a senior year you had planned for yourself and and you probably were hoping to be able to do it in person with your friends and and such um how have you navigated that i mean obviously that's teeing up the conversation we're having today um it sounds like most everything moved to more screen time what's that been like for you So it has actually been pretty good. Like, first off, it was a little bit to adjust to, but with some of my outside of school stuff, I was um, using Zoom before it was cool, I guess. Okay. um, I had used it a little bit, but the full transition was a bit jarring at first, but for me, the adjustment happened a lot quicker, Um, and this is because... Um, I'm involved in the leadership roles for a lot of my clubs at school and have a bunch of meetings all the times, but I also have a physical disability. So 
there's an added layer of the logistics in getting two places to get to the meetings, to be able to sit down in a space where I can share my ideas. And with that, when I'm just zooming in or on a team's meeting in my bedroom, like that doesn't inhibit me. Yeah. So it was a lot easier for me just to be able to have my own space and not have to worry about being uncomfortable and just be fully present in those meetings. Right. So, yeah. you know, I know we've talked before and you always bring a, a fresh and interesting perspective on, you know, how we use social media and engage with each other, your friends, your family, etc. Like, what has that been like having a, a pretty committed, you know, online schedule to get your, your school commitments taken care of? Do you find that you're you're more engaged in, in technology and social media less? Has that changed? Not not at all. It is for sure been more. Definitely. Um, not only just the Zoom for meetings or like virtual school, for example, on Monday, I was in meetings from like 745 and then 745 to like 345 with the tiny breaks in between. Right. But um it, it has definitely been more. I've been on social media a lot more. I've been on FaceTime with my friends a lot, a lot. Beginning of quarantine, it was just more like to I would FaceTime my friends at like all hours of the night and just play random games. But um, closer, I've been able to connect more with my friends out of state. And it's it's been really nice for that connection. Um it was a little hard. It, it has been a little hard, but I've tried to take advantage of it. My 18th birthday was last month. Congratulations. So I, thanks. I feel very old, but I. You're just starting out. Trust me, you're not. <laughs> but I ended up coordinating my own birthday party, like over Zoom. And like it was an Among Us themed birthday party because I'm a bit extra. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> It's been fun to see, like, how the games and the technological world has adapted. Um, but with that comes a bit of, like, there's still FOMO somehow, even in a pandemic. And especially even if people are doing things they necessarily aren't supposed to do, like, you still kind of see it and you're like, oh, I wish I could do that or things pop up from like a year ago and you're like, dang, can't do that. Yeah, exactly. Well, so let's talk about, I mean, obviously it sounds like for you, there've been some good things through this, like, um, which is wonderful. What do you think the negative effects that, that you've experienced or that you see, you know, your friends or, or family members going through because of moving completely online mostly? For me, it's just been like I I've seen myself and my friends still feel a bit isolated because we get to see each other through a screen. It's an amazing resource, but like I don't get to hug my friends anymore. And that's hard. And like I said, even in a pandemic, like Instagram, Snapchat, all that still remains a sort of a highlight reel. And people who are hanging out with a couple of friends and things like that, you can still be like, oh, I wish I could do that. Um, it's It's been a double-edged sword, I think. And also because there was less of a structure this year, I would just stay up on social media for absolutely no reason. Like, it got real late. Just because. Yeah, it, it got real late. So I've been on social media a lot. I've been on YouTube a lot. And, like, um, I sometimes forget because even – 
even before COVID, but especially more now because of COVID, I do a lot of work on my computer. So I'm working on my computer. I'm screwing around on my computer. I'm talking to friends on my computer, you know, like there wasn't really a space where I could get off and take a break. So how are you giving yourself a break being that, you know, you're so much more committed to this online platform? Yeah, I've I've tried to if I need a space to like fill my head if I'm trying to do something else like if I'm working out or doing chores or whatnot I switch to Spotify music for a little bit but I try and be conscious it's hard especially when that's really your only outlet right now right um, that's that's how I'm feeling like my only true way to connect is through a screen um. But I try and be conscious and make sure I'm, like, reading or doing things that I'm actually supposed to be doing. I've taken to also, like, just phone calling my friends. Okay. Too, to just try and not be as glued to, like, the... Looking at a screen. Yeah. So you had mentioned something that we've talked a lot about on on the podcast, the highlight reel, and that's a lot of what social media is. Do you think that we're... We, we're forming different kind of authentic bonds through this, or is it still pretty much everybody wants to put their best filtered version of themselves up, or has some of that maybe dissipated because of what we've all gone through? It's definitely, the highlight reel is definitely still there, right. and I, I still see it, but I think the fact that we've gone through this experience um, all together shows that, like, I guess it's more of a resiliency rather than like a fakeness, like superficiality, um, because even though like some days you might be really bummed out because you can't see your friends or um, schoolwork is hard because online online work is was very hard to adjust to, especially in early quarantine where there wasn't a requirement to be on and they were just like, hey, do your work. <laughs> so... That was interesting, but um, yeah, I think it it shows that you can put on a nice outfit and still find ways to enjoy. And like, you know, as as much as we don't want to rely on the validation, um, and I know with some of my other friends on the Teen Talk, we talked about that last time. But it's sometimes nice to you know be hyped up. And right. I think that helps people a little bit. I mean, I think that's human nature. We want we want our community to receive us, to be seen, to be valued, to be heard. Um, and I don't think that that's changed. It's just different. Sure. Um, you know, I, I, I think the, the thing that I'm really wanting to identify here is like, do you think that we're becoming more authentic through having to adapt to this. I mean, you used the word resiliency a minute ago, and and I just, I wonder, are you having different kinds of conversations with your friends that may be struggling because we've all been in this same storm? Yeah, for sure. I think it has allowed people to open up a lot more. And there are a lot of posts, and especially on stories, social media has become a way to share information and there are there is an increasing amount of mental health awareness posts on there like to show that not everything is rosy all the time that it's really okay 
to not be okay. And I know that's a cliche that's used all the time, but it's, it's true. Yeah. It's the perfect one to use. And I, I know that, um, I've had to like some of my close friends and, um, my family members have been struggling a lot, like, especially with the people who are starting schools in the pandemic, like the people who are freshmen right now. Right. Um, it has just been an incredible adjustment and they're having to, they, me being a senior, like, I say like, oh my gosh, you're missing out. Well, I don't say it because that would make them feel worse, but some, we can think like, oh, they're missing out, but they don't know what they're missing. And, right. and that's just like a cyclical struggle. And so I've really had to like step in and try and be as uplifting as I can. I try not to post super negative stuff and I try and hype up my friends as much as humanly possible. There have been many times where a lot of them are going through a struggle. So I just pop on my little private story with some of my close friends and I just say, Hey, I love you all. I just want to make sure that you guys know I'm here for you. Like just things like that. And I, I even did that towards the beginning of the pandemic as well. And I was like, Hey, if, even if you don't know me that well, like I would love to do like a virtual lunch date with you. I did a few of those and that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am always inspired by your positive attitude. I, I think that you really, um, you go out of your way to make people feel special and included. So good for you for doing that. Um, as we wrap up here, I have two final questions. The first is, what do you think, you know, obviously we have this platform that people listen to and hear. What do you think there's something that we could be doing, if anything, that might make this time better for people? That's a really good question. I honestly think just promoting that authenticity is really important because um, I know that just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling through social media, your mental health can be lower because you see all of the things that are going on that are going well in other people's lives. I honestly think that either talking about the issues you post about on your stories or literally checking in and being like, hey, how are you really doing? Like, um, what can we do to lift each other up? And um, even through things like um, International Women's Day that happened yesterday, yesterday like it was um, that was a time that was used to uplift. So I think having those authentic conversations and taking the time to celebrate the small things, don't take for granted the strengths or the positive um, celebratory moments that they were given and use those to remain afloat with their mental health. I love that. I couldn't say it better myself. I think you're a rock star. I'm so (laughs) glad that you're shining your bright light and know you have great things ahead of you. As we wrap up here, what is one thing you're grateful for today, keeping this on a positive note? I am very grateful for the opportunities I've been given. I felt very lucky this year to be able to continue my leadership journey to have some semblance of a senior year. Um, and just I'm really grateful for my friends and family to who have kept lifting me up. They're definitely um, one of the many strengths in my life and their support means everything. And I am very hopeful 
for the future and yeah, just grateful. I'm so glad to hear that and to hear that people are supporting you and giving giving you what you need as you give others. Um, again, keep doing what you're doing. Um, I'm, I'm thrilled that you're almost done with your high school career. I know you've got great things ahead of you, and um, we're always glad to have you back. So, um, again, thank you for your contribution and wishing you all the best. Thank you. If you or someone you know is struggling or in crisis, please contact Colorado Crisis Services. They can be reached by text at 38255 or by phone at 844-493-8255. For a complete list of resources, visit 1043thefan.com, cozy101.com, or kygo.com and click on Mental Health Awareness located under the Strengthening Families page. The Teen Talk Podcast is presented by the Public Affairs and News Department of Bonneville, Denver. Please don't text and drive.